Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Hello everybody, you're listening to the ninth episode of Speak Up Thursday and my name is Alex. I just wanted to start the show with a tune from Zach De La Roca because um, I think as a lyricist, I've been thinking about him a lot these days, uh, especially looking at the news updates of where I come from in the States, where George Floyd's killer has just been released on, ba- on bail and uh, you know Michigan's been taken over by a white militia and the sheriff who's sitting there is saying, oh, we'll give these guys a fair chance. Uh, Zach DeLaroca, the, the lyric that made him most, that he arrived with was some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. So that track um, I just played, We Want It All, uh, was off the Fahrenheit 9-11 soundtrack from that movie that Michael Moore did back then. And uh, it's a track that I don't think many people know about. And it's one of 20. Is the only one that re- was released. Him and Trent Reznor did 20 tunes, and I don't know where the others are, but apparently he doesn't want them released because he thinks it sounds too much like Rage Against the Machine. I don't know if that's hearsay or what, but I want them released. I've been thinking about Zach a lot late- lately. Give me the tunes, man. Uh, <laughs> anyway, today's episode, uh, I'm, I'm very I'm very happy to introduce this guest. Uh, with Really, without him, I wouldn't be involved with LMHR. There would be no LMHR. Uh, he is really one of the one of the founders of it, and he is very big. He's very involved with Stand Up to Racism, and I brought him on today because I wanted to speak to him about the Stand Up to Racism International Conference. It's an annual conference, and I've been the last couple of years. And this year, because of COVID, it's going to be all online, all digital. So we're going to talk about that conference, everything that's going to happen there, and he's just going to play some tunes for us. Help me welcome Wayman Bennett. How you doing? I'm doing really good. I think you know it's great to be on the show. It's great to be with you, Alex. I think that, um, you know, music is part of life. It's the rhythm of life. It's the beats that we dance to that makes the difference to our life. And I'm, and I think that um, if we can win the airwaves and win the way that people move, we can, we can change the world. And part that's what the conference is really about, was bringing people together in these dark times and signing a bit of light in it and a bit of hope in terms of future, especially when you talk about Mr. Trump, the trumpeter of hate. Um, yeah, so we, we, we should have tunes and we have to have this music. We've always had it. We've always, it's always produced a life beat of our, of our life. And, uh, you know, I, I want to celebrate that. Yeah, I mean, so, 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 pausing on that for a second. I mean, you were, you were at the beginnings of Love Music, Hate Racism. I'm, I'm very much a, a newcomer and, and I'm, I have a lot of gratitude uh, to you and Zach and, and Ira and everybody for just kind of taking me in and, and let me get involved. Um, and that seems to be the ethos of, of just, Hey, let, I mean, I know right now with COVID it's hard. Um, you know, there's no gigs on, but it, what I'm seeing, um, knowing you guys for as little time as I have is the ethos is just 
getting everyone involved. What was it like at the beginnings of, of this group, Love, Music, Hate, Racism? You know, well, Love, Music, Hate, Racism came out called something called Rock Against Racism. And that, so it was Rock Against Racism, Love, Music, Hate, Racism. But because there were so many genres that developed, I mean, from, from you know, obviously if you think about the punky reggae rebellion, you know, you had the specials, you had all the different groups that led into the formation of, to, which went on to jazz, effect, jazz, funk and the rest of it. It was it was really grew out of the eighties and the seventies and the nineties and the movements, all those kind of movements that brought people together. That was both you know it's punky reggae rebellion. It was like you know crisis music. It was the people that rebelled against somebody called Margaret Thatcher. It was like our generation lost its voice but kept its rhythm. And uh, you know to be honest, when you look at people like the Proud Boys or you look at the um, people that came after who supported Hitler, the the the, the racist in East London, stuff like that. It came out of the willingness of black and white people to, to dance together. So like Atlantic, it's like rhythm and blues. It's like jazz. It's that mm-hmm. all the time we want to hear the same sounds and, and kind of communicate the feeling, the soul. That's what it wanted to happen. But racism, bigotry and hatred wanted to destroy that. And we just had to make sure that didn't happen. Mm. Well, I mean, there has been a lot of great music that has come out in response to, <laughs> to Trump, who you've, who you've, you've, you've mentioned him a couple of times, and, and, and I've received the email from Stand Up to Racism, who we're going to talk about in a second. In, in the email, it says, uh, with the US, election we, uh, the U.S. election weeks away, the devastating impact of COVID and the intense struggle between Black Lives Matter movement and white supremacy in the U.S. continues, the Stand Up Racism Conference is a timely opportunity to discuss how we confront racism at home and globally. I mean, how, as somebody... You know, I've been a resident in the UK for the last ten years, but I'm I'm an American, so I've I vote I voted yesterday. Well, whatever I voted Friday. I voted the first day that I was allowed to vote in uh, against Trump over there. I mean, what? Without spending too much of the episode on it, what, what do you say? Um, and what, what can people expect to hear when it comes to confronting uh, Trumpism at this conference? You know, the murder of George Floyd. The question that we should be divided. Uh, it's misdirection that what you use racism to misdirect black and white people against each other instead of focusing on how do we get real positive change and what we want to do is to expose that is to say that a refugee is a human life that Aaron Curdy need not die mm-hmm. we want in this we look we want to also you know we want to actually say what the real history was do you mean you know the founding fathers in America and the people that set up the slave system here you know, they, they need to be exposed. They shouldn't be presented as heroes. But we also have to have a practical thing for our children to be able to grow up in a society that is free from a system that's built racism for the last three, four hundred years. It shouldn't be normalised. It's incredible that it still exists. Um, and what this conference is, is about bringing hope, but about finding practical ways in which every community can begin to undermine these divisions and and show hope. Rosa Parks was a black woman in America who was against segregation and she sat down so that we could stand up. And uh, really what the conference is, is about carrying on that civil rights movement, it's about carrying on the movement against injustice. And it's something which we all share and uh, and that's what we want to celebrate and that's what we want to bring really to uh, a practical conclusion. We're in dangerous times with the rise of coronavirus, the coronavirus crisis, lots of people can be made unemployed. It is the perfect environment for far right and racist groups, let let's just do something to counter that now. Who um who's somebody you're ex- you're excited to hear from at the conference uh, this weekend? I, I'm, I'm excited to hear from. Do you mean everything from Loki to Diane Abbott? 
to Bell Ribeiro, who's a who's a black MP, to you know, Rev, you know Al Sharpton, to um, you know to the Portland resistance. The people in Portland are are coming. I'm also really happy to hear from Thanis and a man called Petros. They formed the campaign against an organisation called Golden Dawn that was reported in the Guardian last week, which was an open Nazi group which was destroyed by the mass movement that took place there. And I think we have to remember the rapper, Pavlos Fias, who was murdered by uh, Golden Dawn. I'm happy for the Greek representatives to come and speak about how they built a movement opposed them. I'm happy for the German groups to talk about opposing the MB, MPD and um, the, the um, AFD, who are trying to close down the, um, the, the clubs inside Berlin because they think they're playing devil music or something like that. <laughs> That's, so, I mean, all these things, you know, are, are, are under attack by these people who, you know, remember the Nazis banned jazz music. We have to make sure that they don't get away with it. They, they think it's misogyny. That's what they used to call the music in which our rhythm and blues were. And really what we have to do is say they're a throwback to the past, a past that doesn't represent humanity. And we, we are going to use this conference to, uh, you know, to open up a door to the young Black Lives Matter movement that are, are participating inside the conference and to say that actually if, people don't understand our multicultural cosmopolitan society, then we're going to have to bring it to them and say, this is reality. This is how human beings always have been. And this is how human beings are. And that's a very, you know, it sounds a simple thing to say, but it's not until you hear Donald Trump say that I support white supremacy, I support the Proud Boys, that you realise the most powerful man in the world openly supports racist groups that are akin to the Ku Klux Klan, and it normalises it. And we've got a prime minister in this country who doesn't say anything to criticise him. Or yeah. And so anyway, you know, but I mean, I'm sure that's what we're going to get out of the conference. And it's about everybody being a leader, really. It's not about people at the top. It's about everybody being a leader. And we want to share what people have done across the whole country in taking the knee to remember George Floyd and where they stand. Well, you spoke, um, we spoke about... Uh, you know, we spoke about movements and, and crisis music. I think it now would be a good time to play. Uh, you chose a song, uh, Bank Robber by The Clash and uh, Guide Us Jaw by Matumbi. But these were two bands that came together in the late 70s for that, that famous gig in Finsbury Park, which was kind of the birth of Rock Against Racism to the national stage. And I imagine it got some international attention as well. So this is The Clash with Bank Robber. And after that, you're going to hear Matumbi Guide us, Joe. So, will you tell us a little bit about? Um, first of all, I, I I hope everybody goes and checks out White Riot, which is a great film about the gig. Um, I just described before the music that you heard. You want to tell us a little bit about that that time and um, the, the the stopping of the National Front through music? Yeah, I mean, the National Front beat the Liberals in London from into third place. The leader of, of the National Front um, said at the time that, that we were on our way to be getting MPs and getting into government. They were direct descendant from Mosley, who obviously met Hitler, was married by Hitler from the Black Shirts, and they were a Nazi organisation. Um, and actually, they were inside my school. The young bulldog was being sold at my school gate. 
Um, and it's a shocking thing that people that said the Holocaust didn't happen were suddenly in a political position to be able to argue that. There were 26 murders where I grew up, racist murders um, organised by skinheads. There was terror on the streets in terms of you just didn't feel confident. And um, out of that came an explosion of punk and reggae. And we, we came together and we, we were able to bring black and white people together. We said that National Front stood for no fun. It was a Nazi front. Red Saunders and a man called Roger Huddle formed, um, uh, formed Rock Against Racism. And, um, you know, every time you listen to, you know, you've got to give tribute to the specials, to the different bands that played along with that and The Clash, they brought punk and reggae together in that kind of syncretic way. To um, It was a rhythm track of our young lives. Angry, bitter, prepared to do it yourself, a bit of DIY culture. Uh, reggae wasn't something that was played anyway. Um, and I just think that uh, the gigs themselves were free and open, something that you won't hear <laughs> today. Not that yeah, artists yeah. have to live, but, you know, don't get me wrong, but the idea of opening up to young people to come together in mass numbers and the National Front stood outside as millions of black and white people streamed together and insisted on staying together and they were defeated. Not not defeated easily. People lost their lives. Blair Peach, a teacher from East London where I was, was killed by the police, but he was killed because he was opposing the National Front. And lots of pe- some people lost their lives. They didn't even record it in those days because it was just seen as a normal normal thing. I remember the police coming along. If the, you saw a policeman wearing a gollywog badge, you knew they were in the National Front. And wow. so it was, it was, you know, it was a very, very difficult time. You were being chased by skinheads. Um, if you fought back and they called the police, the police would beat you up as well. I mean, it was just, you know, I, I remember thinking it, it, there, there was just no way to live here. It was just constant terror. And it's very hard to explain to people because people can't, you know, People seek hiding down the street. It's just a very difficult time. Mm. Yeah, I mean, for me, watching it as somebody who didn't grow up here, I mean, it, it was a bit like, wow, that's London. Like, because yeah. my perception of London is is only from 2010 and kind of um, coming from a very very white place in a in the southwest of the United States. I mean, for me, I just saw this as you know. Yeah, no place is perfect, but I, 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 my intro to London was like, this is a multicultural space of, of ideas, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and then, so when I saw that film and I, I saw, you know, in the late seventies, I mean, the late seventies isn't, isn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, so when you talk about the, this time of COVID and, and far right ideas being able to thrive in it, I think you're definitely onto something. I, I do hope that you have a huge turnout with the, in this, at this conference this weekend, how would people register? Um, it's online. Just log on to, there's an Eventbrite. Um, there's workshops as well. People want people to participate and share their ideas because I think the more we share our ideas in these, the, this day and age, the more that you can get leadership spread everywhere. These movements are not moments. They're built by built by people that change the world. So we want you to join the workshop. Workshops cover from decolonizing police racism. There's a Love Music, Hate Racism session which Loki is playing at. Um, we've got a footballer, Shaka Hislop, in there as well to talk about culture, how we can win this culture war, you know, that, that's been seemed to be, uh, be put forward. Um, you know, big tribute to Fred Perry for removing the Proud Boys uniform. Um, yep. I think that's, it just tells you that, you know, that the potential for a culture to be in, in resistance. Actually, 
every time a musician spoke out and connected it, it, it was it was important. And don't forget, um, I'm, I can say this here: Eric Clapton was the one that said that at the gig about why the National Front was why Enoch Powell was right. It wasn't small artists; some big artists mm-hmm. supported him, even though he's a great artist and I respect him forever. Um, and rest in power. David Bowie even flirted with, um, you know, his white tour because the ideas were so powerful at that time in terms yeah. of being trendy. And we had to, you know, we had to make sure that this kind of rebellion music became part of the, you know, the linga franca of, of, of young people. And I, I think if you look at grime, rap, or you look at any of those music, particularly music that take place now, where would it be without that, that tradition being built? Where would it be without the infusion of of, of that tradition of, of people coming together, hearing and trying to give sound to um, creativity and, and explosion? This this wouldn't have happened if these far right groups dominated. And it's, you know, we constantly have to have this fight. You were talking earlier about um, uh, the soundtrack to your life. I don't remember if if we were on there at that point or if we were, it was before we started, but you were talking about rhythm and blues and, and soul and jazz being a big part of your, uh, your upbringing and music. And I thought uh, we're going to play some music now by Nina Simone, Duke Ellington and John Coltrane. Is there anything you want to talk about when it comes to like what, what that music means to you? Um, you know, um, John Coltrane said that he, he wanted music, the jazz music to kind of bring soul into life. Um, not in a kind of adiprop way, but in a way of like expressing musical genius. And I, I think that, you know, my family come from a place called Jamaica and, you know, Duke Ellington, all these kind of musics fed into that kind of dance hall thing and then went back to America through a guy called DJ Herc Campbell, who's people, we, people who was musicians who we people know. And you've got this circular Atlantic um, music that crosses, you know, part of the, the the old triangle the old slave triangle but it's it, it actually the rhythm from africa to the united states to britain that 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 um that cycle continues and long may well will it be and i think um jazz music is in, in a lot of ways it formed the foundation the you know the riffs for for um you know for the backdrop of, of people's lives any musician that i know all of them refer back to um to, to particularly to that that form of music and I, I just think it needs to be celebrated and, and, and represented. You just heard I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free by Nina Simone, To Be Young, Gifted and Black by Nina Simone, West Indian Dance by Duke Ellington, and Alabama by John Coltrane. And lastly, you heard Guava Jelly by um, by Johnny Nash, who we've just recently lost. And I think it kind of maybe got lost in the headlines of, of everything that's going on. And uh, I just wanted to say, do, do you have anything to, to say about Johnny Nash? Yeah, Johnny Nash. Um, uh, Johnny Nash was obviously he was a, he was a Jamaican reggae artist, but also introduced um, Bob Marley 
Um, you know, I saw Johnny Nash when I was a very, very young child, and uh, he brought on somebody called Bob Marley as part of his. Oh, that guy, the, yeah, yeah. He brought this this guy on, and you know, I I I think that sometimes um, when you think about some of the artists and the synchronicity that's taken place, many of the great music that we've come come to hear comes out of crisis, comes out of resistance for against imperialism or racism, and we should celebrate that that actually, even amongst all the muck, you get diamonds. And Johnny Nash was one of those diamonds, and I just think he shines so brightly. So we should remember his contribution to music. Um, and also, because I think that one of the main things that artists do is bring on talent and ability and, and bring new sounds and, and, and gifts to us. So, you know, I think that's why I, I think we should remember Johnny Nash. Okay, I'm, I'm mindful of the I'm mindful of the clock now. I just want to say, uh, probably, you know, I'm a, I'm a ripe 36 years old, and I've been going to pre- protests since I was a teenager. And I can I think I can confidently say that the best protest I've ever been to was the first time Trump came to the UK, and I was living here, and you were on a float outside of Soho Radio, and the street was rammed, and it was uh, it was a, it was quite a mega moment to say the least. It was my birthday, and everybody was singing, dancing. It was really great come together uh, moment so thank you for that you picked um picked a couple tunes here by uh, some artists i don't really know much about uh, prince buster and voodoo ray or not voodoo ray a guy uh who's who's this a guy called gerald do you want to tell me a little bit about a guy called gerald and prince buster who i imagine i was dancing to that day yeah I, 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 they, um, there was a, in the in the 80s and 90s there was, a, there was something called the Sum of Love that gave rise to rave music, and a guy called Gerald's tune, Voodoo Ray, was a was a massive hit then. And in those days we had illegal raves. You literally drove up in a truck in a field and had massive raves. And um, I think these two tunes, like um, Prince Buster and Earthquake is Erupting, was all about setting up a sound system, playing it giving people joy and actually new artists developing new sounds and taking over the streets because that's instead of some, look, there's nothing wrong with commercial music is necessary so that people mm. eat, but also the idea that music is something which is owned by the big conglomerates. Actually, that's not really what happens. What happens is that people have a tradition. And I, and I, I love that sense of freedom, you know, the actually to bring together the LGBT, LGBT plus black people, young people, older people, to take over the streets. It was the same day that Trump, uh, it was a rebellion against Trump as part of the Women's March. To have that soundtrack play, to say, you know, to wave our fists in the air, that's one of the reasons why it did. Time Out called it the gig of the year. Um, <laughs> and, and, and we shouldn't forget that. That creativity that comes out of that comes out of that. And I think, you know, Gerald Voodoo Ray represents that. Who would have thought a guy from Manchester inside his his bedroom would create a music confusion of the Manchester sound and the uh, hacienda and the rebellion and the culture would come out and produce another musical genius. And, you know, I think we have to keep looking out for that. It's not just about genius. It's about all the people that come and dance that rhythm. And that's, that's mm. what we want to do. And I think that should be in every street, every town, every country. We should mm. celebrate that freedom because it represents a human spirit. And, uh, uh, 
Real quick shout out to Soho Radio that day and Will because yeah. um, yeah. they, they put in a they put in a shift making it making it happen with the sound and, and organizing people and it everything like that. Contro- basically controlling what was an impromptu thousands of people turning yeah. up in front of, in front yeah. of the you know. I mean, to be honest, without Soho Radio, without Will, without Gideon, without a whole series of different people who and and DJs actually, to be honest, with a level of generosity and international holding. They didn't need to do that. They came mm. down and gave their time and their love and, and shared it. It was love, music, hate racism. It was love, music, hate Trump. It was, you know, it was against all those people that want to put up walls and not build bridges. I mean, that's what it was about. And something wonderful comes out of those kind of things, you know. So big up, shout out to Megan and to all the other people that were involved in that. Um, I think that if, if, if that wouldn't have happened without... Um, you know, Normski, all these other people are, you know, we're, we're grateful for that. I mean, I just think those people did, they, they took over the, we took over the streets, we took over the airways, and that's what we want to build. We want to build a culture that's like that. Okay, so you've been listening to uh, Wayman Bennett, who's involved with the Stand Up to Racism uh, International Conference. It's annual. It will be happening online this year due to COVID. And in the show description, I will put a link to where you can purchase tickets. Uh, please do come and attend. Uh, it's going to be really, it's going to be really inspiring, and it'll be a great place to exchange ideas and to draw inspiration of how to move forward in these crazy times. Uh, thank you, Wayman, for being here. Um, thank you, Soho Radio. Thank you, Love Music, Hate Racism. Is there any thoughts you want to leave anyone with before we play uh, Black by Dave? Yeah, I, I think the next generation has taken on the torch in terms of Black Lives Matter movement. It's a black and white movement. The gen, you know, in terms of people taking to the streets, I give nothing but um, solidarity to them. Um, and let's shape our future. Let's not let the people in the 20th century, the Hitlers, the racists, the segregationists win. Let's make sure the desegregation is the people at unity, black and white unity, uh, and, and and let's let's dance together. We, whether you're gay, black, young, woman, uh, Jewish, Muslim, we're, we're about having a world where we can live together. That's why we love music because it belongs to all of us. And let's make sure this world does too. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.